Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Connect Podcast. In our previous episode, we announced the release of Connect 6 and its highlights. However, we had only scratched the surface, so in this episode and the ones that follow, we'll take the time to break down the newest features that users have requested for RTI Connect DDS. In this episode, we'll go over two features, flat data and zero copy over shared memory. My first guest is a principal software engineer. He's part of the core engineering team and had a big role in developing features like flat data, which is what we'll be talking about first. I'd like to welcome to the Connect podcast, Alex Campos. Well, Alex, thanks for joining the podcast. So I thought we'd jump right in. First of all, what is flat data? Hi, Steven. Thank you for having me. So flat data is a brand new feature we've developed over the last few months and we released with ConnectDS 6. And it's a, it's a feature we, we designed to reduce the latency of your DDS applications when you send very large data. So fl- flat data is a new language binding for your ideal types. And when you use flat data for a type, now in your application, that Data for data for that type is always going to be in serialized format, so that makes uh, operations that uh, write and read the data much faster when the data is very large, because it doesn't have to be serialized and deserialized. And by reducing this uh, number of times that data is copied on through the path from the time you write it in your application to the time you receive it, we can reduce the latency quite a bit. So why do our customers care about a feature like this? What can it help them do that they couldn't do before? Right. So flat data enables these applications that uh, really need to achieve very low light- latency and they were not able to do it before. So you see, in a distributed system, there are three main sources of latency. We could say that there is a network latency, and that's the time that uh, the data takes to be sent on the network. And there is a middleware latency that is the overhead of just uh, the bookkeeping that your middleware has to do to keep it its internal state. But this is really relevant for scenarios with very large data because it's comparable, comparably very small. And there is a copy latency, we could call it. And this is the time it takes to copy the data from your the user space uh, to serialize it and put it on the wire. Then to receive it from the wire, deserialize it and put it back on user space. So th- those copies can be really heavy when the data is very large. So now you can go and really you can get the best possible network and you can minimize the network latency as, as much as you possibly can. But for many applications, that wasn't enough. They, were, they got stuck at a certain point that were, they were not able to chip away any more milliseconds and they were just basically stuck. There was nothing they could do. Right. Can you give us an example of that? Yeah. So in autonomous driving, for example, that uh, many sensors send uh, raw images or uh, LiDAR readings to the car component that makes the decisions. And those applications, uh, in many cases, couldn't use DDS in the whole application. So they had to resort to -to point-to-point directly using sockets and it wasn't just really convenient. They, lo- they lose all the benefits of uh, DDS just because they needed that super fast way to transmit large data. So 
it just wasn't possible to send uh, that data over DDS and achieve the the latency they wanted. So now by using flat data now and removing these unnecessary copies of these images, it's now possible for them to to use DDS and across the whole their whole system. Right. And can you tell us how you use flat data in an application? Yeah. So as I said, it's a new uh, uh, language binding. So you start by when you define your ideal types, you're gonna add a new uh, annotation to your types. Uh, this annotation tells uh, the code generator that your type now is gonna be mapped to the flat data language binding. And the code generator is gonna generate a C++ class that instead of giving you direct access to fields like uh, let's say you have an image and you have an array. So before you would set the fields by like just using a typical uh, struct in C++ now, you have an API to set all these members. And every time you set them, they automatically get serialized and they get making the sample stay always in serialized format. So basically, you, if you want to start using flat data in an application that you're already exists, you will have to change your ideal definition, add this new annotation, and then in the parts of your application where you manipulate your type, your your buffers, your image, now that's going to change a bit. Instead of, uh, like I said, instead of accessing uh, the fields of your type like a regular C++ type, you'll have to use this new API to, to access that data because it's always going to be in a serialized buffer. I think that wraps up the conversation. Those were the main highlights we wanted to ask you about this new feature. And I uh, want to thank you for coming on the podcast and shedding some light on flat data. Of course, thank you. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the second segment of this episode. We just spoke with Alex Campos about flat data and how it's used. And now we're going to dive into another important feature, and that is zero copy over shared memory. My next guest is also part of the core engineering team and played a big role in developing features for Connect 6, including zero copy. I'd like to welcome to the Connect podcast, senior software engineer, Harish Umai. All right, well, welcome to the podcast, Harish. I want to just jump right in and start with the basics. What is zero copy over shared memory? So the zero copy over shared memory feature is an enhancement to the shared memory transport, uh, which we did in the Connect 6 release. It basically helps in reducing the latency in the entire send-receive process of a sample. This reduction in latency is because we eliminate the need to copy samples in the process. And how will zero copy help RTI customers? What can they do that wasn't possible before? So previously, if they wanted to send over samples, there were copies involved in multiple steps. Initially, a sample is serialized, there's a copy there. Then the serialized sample is copied into the transport, which contributes to one more copy. Then it's received on the other end, and it's deserialized, so there are two more copies there. So when the sample size is large, the latency due to these copies are large too. With zero copy, what we send is not the sample, but a small reference to the sample. And this reference is only about 16 bytes. So all the copies which I described before now apply to the reference and not the sample. So that would result in a reduction in latency because the reference is small. Another point to remember is 
uh, application built with the zero copy feature can communicate with an application which doesn't have this zero copy feature. So if that second application is running on the same node, then we'll use the regular shared memory transport, but not use the zero copy feature. And if the application, the secondary application is running on a different node, then we'll use the existing UDP transport. So this allows the customers to like integrate the zero copy feature into an existing system where they already have certain applications deployed without using the zero copy feature. A few minutes ago, we spoke with Alex about flat data, which reduces latency in your DDS applications when you use very large data. Zero copy seems to have a similar objective, you know, reduce latency for sub-millisecond communications. Can you talk about how they complement each other? Yes, both these features uh, help in reducing the latency. The benefit of zero copy feature is visible when the two applications are running on the same node, because that's when you use the shared memory transport. But if the two applications were on two different nodes, then we cannot use the, we cannot take advantage of the zero copy feature, we'll use the regular UDP transport. But if the user were to use both the flat data as well as the zero copy feature in conjunction, then they get the benefit of flat data when they are having two applications running on two different nodes. So that way they can fall back to zero copy if there is in-node communication, then move over to flat data if the communication is between two different nodes. Further, if the zero copy types have like strings or sequences, then there's also a need to use the flat data language binding, even for applications running on the same node. And for the last question, I wanted to ask you if you can give us an example of how developers will utilize zero copy and in what applications we'll see this used. Yeah, so the basic steps to use the zero copy feature is like first to identify the types which require this feature support. So these types will need to be annotated with the transfer mode shared memory ref annotation in the IDL file. Uh, one or more types can be annotated. And once these types are annotated during the code generation step, there is additional type plugin code which gets generated. The next step is to link your application with the MetP library. Once these two steps are done, then the user can write his application with the new get loan API on the data writer, which basically gets him or her a sample to write and then can be used for publishing. So it's mainly, uh, the feature was like developed with the focus of the autonomous uh, vehicle industry. So there's a strong need which we have observed like where they want to send large samples um, across and these samples are usually like image data. These images can come from LIDAR or any other sources and they usually are sent at like high rates like 30 frames per second or more. So the zero copy feature sort of helps in addressing that need where the latency is reduced and the size of the sample doesn't matter because we are just sending a reference. Excellent. Well, that wraps up the conversation. I want to thank you, Harish, for coming on the podcast and giving us some insight on zero copy over shared memory. Thanks, Steven.